Hello, and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm your host. I'm what you would call a practicing professor. I have years of experience consulting in the analytics industry, and I have years of experience teaching analytics in the classroom at Greensboro College. This podcast is an ecosystem that I developed for my students so that they could get world-class career advice from leading analytics experts. To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space. On average, our students are gaining about a $16,000 pay increase going through the program. On the high end, we've actually helped someone achieve a $54,000 pay increase. This means that on average, our students are recouping their investment between one to two months of landing their job. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, click the links in the description and apply for our program. I would love to get to work with you. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Hi, John David. My name's Michael. Uh, I've been a welder for the past seven years, uh, and I've almost completed the Google Data Analytics Certificate Program with Coursera. Uh, I've also effectively created my own internship uh, by offering free analytics work to a startup tech company. Uh, I'll be starting my job hunt in mid-September. Do you have any advice on transitioning from the trades into more of a corporate structure? Thanks. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for the question. Also, I've got to say it's very validating to see a longtime listener taking our advice and actually moving forward with it. So you're doing a phenomenal job of proactively addressing this career transition. The fact that you landed a internship and got some real world experience is going to help you out a ton. So one thing that I think you also should think about is the fact that Okay, you've been working for seven years and you have a trait. So a skill is a skill. It doesn't matter if it's welding or if it's construction or if it's analytics. You have the ability to acquire skills. And that's something that I think you should really sit down and maybe even journal about. How did I go about learning welding? What were some of the challenges that I faced and how did I overcome that? So you're gonna be a little bit light on the actual specific analytic skills but you have seven years of working experience and there's this thing called transferable skills. So things that made you a good welder are probably going to make you a solid analyst as well. Uh, One other thing that you may want to consider is building out a portfolio. So a portfolio, functionally speaking, is a great conversational tool to help smooth out the interview conversation. I've had quite a few students who I've helped develop a Tableau public portfolio, and some of them literally in the interview have had the hiring manager ask them, hey, why don't you just show us your Tableau page and walk us through some of the visualizations? So I I see this over and over again that people overthink their portfolios. 
They want it to be this pristine, amazing starburst chart that is multicolored and three-dimensional and completely interactive. That's missing the point. The point of a portfolio is to show that you have the skills and you're applying it to a specific business use case. And I, instead of framing it up as, hey, this needs to be an immaculate dashboard, you can literally have a half-baked dashboard that you can use as a conduit to have a conversation about how you're solving a problem. And I think that, okay, number one, you've got quite a few years of experience, so there's you can mine that for good stories to tell or just ways to position yourself as, hey, I'm a hard worker, I learn skills new, uh, really well, and I can do a really good job with you. I'm also very motivated. So you can use that past work history experience, uh, the fact that you are proactively seeking out uh, analytics experience with that internship is huge. And I would say the kind of way to polish that off is to really round out your personal brand. So the, the portfolio is a huge one. Um, try to get five or six different uh, projects up there. I think Tableau Public's probably the easiest way to build out a portfolio because they have their own public server. It's free to download. Um, I also have heard of quite a few people, I guess this is more on the data science side of things, um, building out a GitHub. I don't know if you're in, into coding, um, but you can post all that stuff there. Um, but then also, too, um, make sure that your LinkedIn and your resume are really tight. So what you want to do is make sure that you have your start with your biggest wins. So what are the biggest things that in terms of value that you've brought to your company? So you have seven years of, of work experience. Um, I don't know welding specifically, but if there are any ways that you've improved process or you've completed a big project, if you can quantify that in dollars and cents, put that in your resume, make sure that you walk through that STAR methodology. So situation, task, action, result. Um, that way you'll have a story that you can bring into the interview. And if it's listed effectively in your resume, they're probably going to ask about it. Uh, and then make sure that that is also on your LinkedIn as well. And make sure you're hitting all the, the right keywords. Keywords are very important for the applicant tracking system. But also, too, if you are being active on LinkedIn, have the right keywords, and you start getting traction, you're going to start showing up higher in search results for recruiters trying to place in, even entry-level jobs. That This is what has blown my mind, is that quite a few of my apprentices are actively getting recruited for entry-level analytics roles. So it, it's fascinating to see kind of how uh, the job market or the job hunt market is just completely changing. Um, but Michael, it sounds like you're already off to a great start. Just make sure that you are proactively thinking about your brand and how you can position yourself as, hey, I'm going to be an excellent entry-level analyst for you. Here's what I've done in the past, and here's what I'm working on, and here's what I'm probably going to be able to do for you in the future. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.